Coming up on today's federal newscast, the Trump administration officially lays out its plans for a pay freeze and performance-based award system to Congress. Those with a checkered past may get some of the stigma removed when applying for a government job. And we get a look at the effect cuts to the IRS's workforce are having on its mission. These stories and more in today's federal newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm your host, Eric White. The Office of Management and Budget pitches its plans for a proposed federal pay freeze and performance-based awards to a House Appropriations Subcommittee. Acting Director Russell Vaught says OMB will work with agencies to design plans for rewarding top performers using their existing rewards funds. He also defended the proposed plans for an across-the-board pay freeze in 2020, saying the 1.9% retroactive pay raise this year should alleviate some concerns from federal employees. Another one of the Trump administration's workforce ideas faces opposition from a major federal union. The American Federation of Government Employees comes out against the proposed reorganization of the Office of Personnel Management. AFGE says it's irresponsible and dangerous to move most of OPM functions to the General Services Administration and then create a new federal personnel policy office within the Office of Management and Budget. AFGE says it does not have a clear understanding of how the proposed merger would impact federal employees. The Federal Labor Relations Authority is one step closer to getting a new general counsel and therefore being able to hear cases brought by federal employee unions again. President Trump plans to nominate Catherine Byrd. She's currently Principal Deputy Assistant Secretary for Administration at the Health and Human Services Department for a five-year term. All cases must be vetted through its general counsel before the FLRA board can consider them. Without a general counsel over the last two years, the board has been slowed. The House Oversight and Reform Committee passes a bill to ban the box, prohibiting federal agencies and contractors from asking job applicants about their criminal history until after they've made an offer. Committee Chairman Elijah Cummings says it will give formerly incarcerated people a fair chance at a job in the federal workforce. The committee rejected several amendments that would have exempted federal contractors from the bill or limited their liability. Another bill passes the House Oversight Committee, which would require the president to notify Congress about inspector general vacancies lasting longer than 210 days. The IG Protection Act would also require the president give lawmakers a target date for the administration to submit a nomination for those vacant posts. Georgia Republican Jody Heiss, one of the bill's co-sponsors, says the bill would ensure IG offices remain adequately staffed. Staffing cuts at the IRS have limited its ability to conduct audits. Between 2011 and 2017, the agency cut its enforcement staff by more than 25 percent, according to the Government Accountability Office. Within that same period of time, the number of individual tax returns that had been audited decreased by nearly 40 percent. GAO's recommendations to the IRS include implementing a delayed workforce planning initiative and reporting on efforts to close workforce skills gaps. The State Department has its first permanent chief information officer in more than 15 months. Federal News Network's Jason Miller has details. State Department Secretary Mike Pompeo named Stuart McGugan as the agency's new CIO and head of the Bureau of Information Resource Management. Additionally, Federal News Network has learned that Michael Mestrovich will join State as its principal deputy CIO on April 1st. He comes over to State from the CIA 
McGugan replaces Karen Mama, who's retiring April 1st and has been acting since December 2017. This is McGugan's first experience in the public sector, coming to state after serving as CIO of Johnson & Johnson and other private sector companies. I'm Jason Miller. President Trump nominates Air Force General Jay Raymond to lead the newly reestablished U.S. Space Command. Raymond is currently serving as the leader of the Air Force Space Command, a job he'll continue even if he's confirmed. The Defense Department asked for nearly $84 million for Space Command in its 2020 budget request. Key lawmakers appear to be losing patience with the Trump administration's slowness in nominating a new Secretary of Defense. More now from Federal News Network's Jared Serbu. The chairman of both the House and Senate Armed Services Committees made separate statements yesterday urging the president to nominate a permanent secretary. One possible candidate is Patrick Shanahan, the deputy secretary who's now serving as acting secretary. He's been in that role since Jim Mattis stepped down at the end of last year, only the third time in the department's history it's been led by an acting secretary. Jared Serbu, Federal News Network. House Appropriations, Military Construction, Veterans Affairs, and Related Agencies Subcommittee Chairwoman Debbie Wasserman Schultz says she will not replenish 2019 money for military construction in her mark for the 2020 appropriations bill if DOD uses the funds to build a wall at the southern border. Recently, DOD released a list of possible military construction projects that could be deferred if military construction funds are used for the wall. President Trump declared the southern border a national emergency, which opens up military construction funds for use. The Interior Department wants about $1.5 billion less for fiscal 2020 than 2019. About $28 million would go towards reorganization efforts. Lawmakers want to know more about the reorg funding and other budget ideas, like cuts to the National Park Service maintenance funds and grant programs. Chairwoman Betty McCollum on the Appropriations Subcommittee for Interior says she expects to ask the future Interior Secretary the same questions should the president's nominee get confirmed by the Senate. Some lawmakers are not happy with the Energy Department's fiscal 2020 budget request. House Appropriations Energy Subcommittee Chairwoman Marcy Kaptur says the proposed 11% decrease in funding will hurt critical nuclear and national security programs. She says it could also put the U.S. at a disadvantage with foreign competitors. Energy Secretary Rick Perry, though, says the agency needs to focus more on research and development in 2020 and not on numbers. And IT challenges are putting other major initiatives at the Veterans Affairs Department at risk. VA says it can't be sure a decision support tool to help its providers determine whether veterans qualify for private care under the Mission Act will be ready by its June deadline. VA says it's also not sure about another deadline on October 1st. It's supposed to certify a new commercial IT system ready to automate payments for families under the new caregivers program. The agency says it'll manually send out checks to newly eligible families if the new system is not ready in October. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com, search Federal Newscast, subscribe to the Federal Newscast on iTunes or Podcast One, and follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. Thank you.